What's Happening, a podcast from a parish near you with news and notes from one of our rectors. Today we're talking to the Reverend Jim Stevens, the rector of the Tralee and Dingle group of parishes. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, Stephen. Good to hear you. Thank you. Good to, good to talk to you. So I'm just wondering, let's, let's just start off. How many churches do you have in your group of parishes? We have six uh, church buildings. In fact, we have actually eight church buildings, uh, two of which have been deconsecrated and are in use by local communities. Uh, we have six at the moment in use and um, stretching really from Barry McElligot near Castle Island to Betty City, which is in the suburbs of Tralee. They're, they're both small churches. And then we have um, Saint John, the Church of St. John the Evangelist, which celebrated its big anniversary there uh, last October. And then on the Dinga Peninsula, we have three churches. We have Kilgobbin uh, at Camp. It's about eight miles, seven or eight miles uh, west of Tralee on the Dinga Peninsula. And then a little further at Castle Gregory, we have Kilini, which is only which was only used for the summer months for services. But now we're just looking to the future of that building at the moment. And our our last church in our sixth church is St. James's Church in Dingle, which is, again, a small congregation. But it's, th- that church has been made famous through the Other Voices uh, series and also through concerts in the area. And it's also the end point for the Kelly Camino. And how often do you have services in these churches? In five of our churches, we have services every Sunday. In one church, Valley City, we have services on three Sundays. And then on the fifth Sunday in the Tralee area, we have a United Service in Tralee. But ca- services are held in Camp and Lingle every Sunday at the moment. And what sort of distances are involved between these churches? The distances in the Tralee area are quite short. I mean, Valley City Church is only about two miles from Tralee, maybe less whereas Ballymac is about five miles, and then Camp is about eight miles, seven or eight miles further west, but Dingle is out about 30 miles in the Dingle Peninsula, so the distances in some ways are short, but then we have parishioners scattered over a large area. So like in my parish stretches from the border with County Limerick uh, right back to Slayhead. Now, that being said, most of the parishioners are within a 10 or 15-mile radius of Tralee, and I'm assisted in the parish by the Reverend Phyllis Jones, who's an assistant priest. She lives in Camp Rectory. So between Phyllis and myself, we share ministry across the parish. I'm full-time, she's part-time. And then we have two diocesan readers and one parish reader. So we, we share the ministry between us. But the one thing I've noticed about the parish is that when I'm moving between churches, I don't have that sense of continuity that other clergy might have with a congregation. For example, I might be in three, two Sundays a month, I might be in camp one Sunday a month, you know, depending on the mix of services we do. So that's the one. You know, it's wonderful for the congregation because they have variety in ministers. But for me as a priest, I just don't have that continuity over five churches because I just can't be everywhere for the five Sundays. But for the parishioners, it's probably great because they have variety. You know, which is which, are, which is always good in worship. Yes, and of course we're recording this during the lockdown, so I'm just wondering about how are you managing to communicate with these parishes and with the people more particularly? How are you managing to to keep in touch and and provide some sort of service for them? Well, on the, the first Sunday when this all happened, you know, there was silence really, uh, but I did distribute uh, a newsletter with a service of the word by our email, we have an email list on mm-hmm. which our parishioners, most of our parishioners have access to. 
on the next two Sundays, and I recorded services in St. John's in Ash Street, and we distributed them on our Facebook page and through our email um, list. Then I just happened to come across a rector in Cork Diocese down in, in Domenoway, the Reverend Cliff Jefferson. and Cliff was doing stuff on Zoom. So then I have done a lot of stuff on Zoom, services on Zoom, which is great for me as a priest because it means I'm connecting, I suppose, with more than maybe two people. Yes. You know, I'm connecting with a number of people and involving yes. different people in the services. Yes, I, I remember looking at your services uh, on Zoom and it's it's so nice to see members of the congregation able to take part in the service. They're not just sitting there watching it on the screen. They're actually doing it. They're doing something. They're doing a reading. They're doing prayers. They're, they're doing music, aren't they? And, and that they was... are, yeah. We're, we're, like Stephen, we're very, very lucky. Now, it, it, I must say, it's not perfect. It's not always ideal. The liturgy is a bit different, but we've tailored it towards, you know, just participation. And that's my main aim, really, is, is, is to connect with people and to have them involved. Um, it would be probably far easier to stand in the church and do a service there, but uh, you know, and probably maybe more meaningful in some ways for parishioners. But I just just really need to connect to my parishioners because you know they're still they're still out there. Yes. So it's a way of connecting with them. So we do different things. I mean, another Sunday, you know, we had. I know that the, the, the guy who does the Belly McElligot Community Alert Facebook page. And he does um, he, he he does the masses in the, the churches, the Roman Catholic churches in Ballymac every Sunday. Yes. And he also offered to do one for us. So we did one through that media a few weeks ago. And the Reverend Phyllis now uh, for this Sunday has done something in, from Camp Church. Uh, she dis- she has discovered a neighbour who does videos for weddings, and he right. lives right next to her. Huh. So he very kindly videoed a service for her. So yes. that will be going out this weekend together with his Zoom service from across the parish. I would also send the odd message out to people, maybe, you know, that are shut in. Well, because we're all, we're all shut in now, but people maybe who, I, who would be on my community list, I'd send them a message if I can the odd time. So yeah. using all the media, you yes. know, ringing people, yes. you know, various, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the phone is just as important in many ways, isn't it? Because at least then it is one-to-one. You know, you are having just a one-to-one with someone when you're on the phone, whereas, you know, when it's on yeah. Facebook or Zoom or whatever... It, it's not so intimate, is it? No, it's, it's it's two people engaging, whereas the the other thing is different. It's just to use the different the different means again. Like I would stress that none of them are perfect, but it's just important to keep contact and to keep people, you know, in our thoughts and in our hearts, yes. and also to be able to speak to them yes. to the various media. Yes. Have you had to take any funerals? You know, have, have those been continuing in this lockdown or, or what's the situation there? Well, I had a funeral at the very start. Just, I'd say it was just at, it was the Monday after St. Patrick's weekend. So just before the Taoiseach made his announcement, I think, so around that weekend. And um, the funeral was of someone who wasn't really attached to the parish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, what they wanted was a, a funeral in their own home. So I just gathered with the family in the home. And then we went to the, the, the graveyard afterwards. But again, this was before the, the yeah. big announcement. So since then, thankfully, I haven't had funerals. And, you know, we'll have to tackle that one, when, that issue when it comes. But I've I've watched funerals online of different people. And, yes. um, you know, they're just difficult, absolutely difficult yes. for the poor clergy and people. Yes. And, and uh, I mean, the situation is that you could hold them in the church, could you? So long as there was, you know, no more than 10 and there was social distancing and things, could you actually hold a service in the church? 
I think that's my understanding. But yes. before I do anything, I would I would talk to the bishop yes. for, for his guidance. I, I think that's my understanding. Yes. I can do that. I, I think so. But the reason I ask is that the Church of England has banned even their priests going into the church. And so there are no funerals in church at all. So you can either have a funeral in a crematorium chapel, again, you'd have to have no more than 10 and social distancing and all the rest of it, or else you have a graveside service because they're not allowed to go into the church, which seems extraordinary to me. That's, that is extraordinary. I mean, you, you would think that with social distancing and with you know proper procedures in place, you would be able to hold a funeral in the church. Um, because I think most people are respectful, I think, of, of what's been yeah. laid before us. Of course. And of course, you're going to get those who, who won't respect it. But the vast majority of people, I think, are. And I've a few funerals I've watched now of people I've known. Yes. You know, they've been very simple. People have obeyed and yes. complied. And yes. Yes, no, I I agree. And of course, you know, many churches have the facility to then stream them. So even though people can't be there actually at the time, you know, they can watch it online. But there we are. Even here, it must be devastating for people not to have the crowd and whatnot. I mean, I've just got news here this morning where I live that the local parish priest just passed away. And, you know, normally that would be, uh, because that would be normally a a big funeral. Now it would just be a handful in the church for a man who served the parish for 20 years. So it's just just difficult. Something I saw them do at Doonbeg where a priest died. He was retired, but he was much loved in the community. And so they drove his coffin all around all the villages, all all the places where he ministered, and there were crowds there, and they clapped as yeah. it went past, and and that was a a coming together with social distancing, but it it paid you know a, a marvelous tribute to obviously someone who was much loved in the community, and as it happened, one of his nephews, the priest's nephews, was a professional photographer who did freelance work for RTE and other people, and so he filmed a lot of it, and uh, that was uh, made available uh, on Facebook and uh, on. YouTube and things like that and uh, that uh, was something that I hadn't seen before just the idea of driving someone round the parishes all the parishes that he'd been connected with and that was a rather nice touch and and, and the the streets were lined the roads were lined with uh, with his uh, community it was lovely that was a fair, but lovely, lovely tribute. Yes. A fine touch. Yeah. Yes. And I was just thinking about other activities taking place in your parishes. Are you managing to do other things? Yes, the, the, the Tralee's Hill Kitchen is still operating from Talcum Tullish, which is the palace centre, attached to St John's Church in Estries. And uh, they're still working, not in the building as such now, they're actually delivering meals to people. And you know, in the community, and there's a few few clients who come to the hall. But normally, they would serve about eighty to maybe ninety or hundred meals on a Saturday. Now they have extended it that up to about three hundred meals. Uh, wow. So they're going out to different people, uh, and they're just part of a network of of, of say meals on wheel organisations yes. or yes. support organisations in in Tralee and in the county who are reaching out to people. So that work that work is going on. Um, you know, it's, it's it's there's a there's a separate committee who do that. They they they, they work away and they do current work and um, they're based in our power centre and we support them as best we can. Yeah, and, and I just wonder, have you got any care homes in your parishes? We have several. We have several care homes in our parish. In our parish, but as far as I know at the moment, we don't have any parishioners in them. 
and even uh, even if we have, we we can't visit them. I oh, know. Uh, but we have several we have several people who are in healthcare in the parish. We yes. have, you know, we have a, we have a number of nurses in Tralee working. We have a number of carers and tree nurses in Tralee. We have a number of people working in the hospital. Um, you know, my own daughter works in in in, in healthcare in, in Dublin. So, like, I'm very conscious of people working working in healthcare. Um, so, there are people working on the front line, and uh, we're very mindful of them. I know the hospital has been well prepared in Tralee, yeah, and, and so, so has the Bond Schools Hospital. And as far as I know, that they haven't full occupancy at the moment there either. They're, they have ring fence, a number of wards for COVID patients, but I think they're managing it quite well. I don't think they're, they're by any means overwhelmed. And I haven't heard of any uh, major issues in, in the care homes in the in the Tralee Camp Dingle area. Uh, uh, you know, a case, too many Good. cases of COVID. Uh, I think that they're, they're I think they're managing, but Good. still a stressful time for the staff because uh, they just don't know what's ahead of them. Of course, yeah. That's great, Jim. Uh, thank you very much for updating us uh, as to what's happening in your parishes there. It's uh, it's good to hear from you, and I, I'm really looking forward to when all this is over, coming down. I've been to Tralee, as you know. I've been to St John's, and I look forward to seeing some of your other parishes uh, when I get the opportunity, when all is sorted and we're all safe and the sun's shining again and we can go out. It'll be great, won't it? Thank you very Again, much. Stephen, all the best to you. And to Bye. you. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the What's Happening podcast from the Diocese of Limerick and Killaloo. Our thanks go to the Reverend Jim Stevens. Join us again next time when you can hear news of what's going on in our parishes. <laughs>